I promise you, when I miss church, I'm either somewhere preaching or I'm sick. Amen. And uh, there's not very many times that Pastor Carricker stays home because of sickness. Amen. But sometimes we all have to say, okay, we got to do a little regroup. Amen. Thank God that, amen, he's good to us. Amen. Raises us up. Amen. Luke chapter 12 and verse 35. Amen. Praise God. I found the first mistake in this Bible. Praise God. They, they forgot to put 35 on the 35th verse. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. I've been, I've been reading this Bible since 1995. And that's the first time I've noticed that. Praise God. Amen. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. And you yourselves liken to men that wait for the Lord, for their Lord, when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, that they may open unto him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. And he shall come in the second watch, and, and if he come in, shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants. I satisfied everybody now. Praise God. Blessed and blessed. Praise God. And this no. Hallelujah. And this know that if the goodman of the house had known what hour the thief would come. If the goodman of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. And I just want to preach for a little while tonight by the help of the Lord. Amen. Don't get alarm fatigue. Don't get alarm fatigue. Let's ask God to help us. God, I ask you, Lord, tonight, God, to speak to your church. God, to send a renewing into every heart and soul, God. God, that there would not just be 50% ready to go. God, that we would be all 100%, one mind and one accord, God. That when you're coming, God, that when you find us that you're coming, Lord, that we would all be looking ready for your return. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Are you looking for the return of the Lord? Oh, do you have alarm fatigue? Have you lost interest in, in the, 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 the things that God has promised to the church that God your return is soon. Your rapture is soon. I must be ready. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. You can be seated. Amen. Romans 13 and 11 says, And that knowing the time. Do you know what time it is? Amen. Have you taken the time today to work out your salvation with fear and with trembling. Have you taken the time today to pray? Have you taken the time today to read your Bible? Have you taken the time today to 
uh, meditate upon the Lord. Amen. I want to encourage you that we must know the time. We must know that, that today is the day of salvation. Amen. I'm thankful that today is still the day of deliverance. Amen. That every day is the day of deliverance, the day of salvation. Amen. And there will come a day when God will come and deliver his people out of this world. Oh, praise God. Amen. I make no bones about it tonight. I don't come to sugarcoat. Amen. I don't come to uh, make you feel good tonight. I have come to preach the word of God and you've got to be ready. It doesn't matter if you're old, middle-aged, or young. Uh, Amen. You better be ready when Jesus Christ comes back for the church. And that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Amen. I'm thankful that every day I live for God. Amen. That I'm closer to the rapture. I'm glad that every day I breathe, I'm closer to the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That the, the promises of the word of God are yea and amen. Amen. There's no turning back. Amen. There's no getting out of the day of the Lord when Jesus Christ will return for the church. Amen. So all you have to do is be ready. All you have to do is say, okay, God. Amen. I have made up in my mind. I've purposed in my heart. Amen. I've made sure in my life that I'm ready to meet you. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's not time to let up, let go, or turn around, but it's time to get a tighter grip. Amen. I said it's time to hold on. Hold fast to the things that we have heard, lest at any time you would let them slip. Come on, don't allow the devil to cause you to slip in your walk with God. Amen, but get a determination in your spirit. Amen, I'm living for God. I'm going in the rapture. I'm going to see Jesus Christ. I'm going to live in heaven now for eternity. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God. Amen, that we have the word of God that we're not turning around. Amen, that we have the promises. Amen, I said we have the promises and we're going to see it fulfilled in our day. Amen. We see the signs of the time. The alarms are going off. In the spirit. There's many times that when I, uh, when I worked at Mennonite Manor that the alarms would sound so often that you would be so tempted to get tunnel vision and ignore the alarm. How many has ever been around a nursing home? In a nursing home, there's alarm after alarm after alarm. And because of the laws that you cannot restrain somebody, they have to alarm uh, these people and put devices on their wheelchairs and, 
and get creative at hiding uh, these devices that would set off the alarm because uh, just because someone becomes aged does not mean that they are ignorant. And they know that they know that something on their wheelchair or their walker or uh, somewhere is setting off that alarm. And so they get really creative at finding the device that locks the door or sets off the alarm. Amen. And I can remember a day and we had we had smoke alarm, we had fire alarms, we had uh, door alarms, we had chair alarms, we had bed alarms, we had every type of alarm that you can imagine going off at some point during the day. And uh, I can remember the day that I was uh, working on these new uh, houses that were being built. And uh, we, were, uh, we were getting ready to go to lunch. And about every day, it, it was almost a daily occurrence uh, that someone would burn the food in their apartment and set off their smoke alarm. And guess who got to respond Amen to the smoke alarm. Good old maintenance department. Didn't matter if you were eating in the middle of your meal. You dutifully stood and uh, you immediately went to the nurse's station to find out where the smoke alarm was coming from. And, and the first person there would report on the radio and say the smoke alarm is coming from this apartment and coming from this area. And uh, so the rest of the maintenance crew would descend and and everything would be okay, and we would go back to our cold lunch. We would go back to bread that had been sitting at the table and go back to salads that had been sitting there with flies swarming them. Amen. While we were the firemen checking out, making sure there was no fire. And I remember the day very vividly that uh, the, the alarm went off. And inside of me, I was like, I wish these people could go one day without burning food uh, in their apartment. But something inside of me, the training, the importance, the urgency of the alarm going off, uh, amen, it was a responsibility that... Uh, was part of the job. It was a responsibility that was drilled into our head that lives depend upon these alarms. Is anybody with me here tonight? And uh, as, I, as I got on my gator and I began to go across the campus, I said to myself, you know, there's something that's strange about this alarm. It was coming from three, uh, 308, and 308 had been, uh, it, was a, it was an eightplex, and uh, many of the apartments were empty. And uh, there was something in the back of my brain saying, Nathan, uh, this one could be the real deal because nothing has ever came out of this area. And I'll never forget the day that when my little buggy rounded the corner and I started to make my way towards that apartment that a huge fireball erupted through the patio doors. And I realized at that time that the alarm was not a false alarm. Church, I'm preaching to you tonight. 
hey man, that this hour that we live in, that we can't get alarm fatigue. Hey man, everything that goes on in the world, hey man, everything that goes on in the house, everything that goes on in the kingdom of God, hey man, that the alarms are going off. Get ready to go. The coming of the Lord is going to happen. Hey man, you got to be ready. You got to be watching. Hey man, you can't let down. You got to know that it's time to awake out of sleep. Awake out of sleep. Zechariah 13 and 5 says, But he shall say, I am no prophet, I am an husbandman. For man taught me to keep cattle from my youth. And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? And then he shall answer those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Amen. We know that Jesus Christ came the first time to this earth. Amen. God manifest himself in flesh. Amen. He robed himself in flesh. Amen. He came seeking to save that which was lost. I'm so thankful tonight. Amen. That he found me. How many is glad that God found you? How many is glad that he found you in the midst of your problem, in the midst of your depression, in the midst of the things, amen, that God saved you from? Oh, I'm here to preach to you tonight, amen, that when he returns the second time, he's not coming a babe lying in a manger, amen, but he's coming back as a king. He's coming back for his church, amen, he's coming back, amen, to get his people out of this world. Hey, I'm going to somewhere that's out of this world. It's not a cliche. I'm going to heaven. The word of God informs us. It warns us. It instructs us. Zechariah 14 and 1, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather the nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. And half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord shall go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof towards the east and towards the west, and there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove towards the north and half to the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach. This is talking to the Jews. And yea, ye shall flee like as you fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints 
with thee. Can I tell you something, church? Amen. That when Jesus Christ comes back to fight for his people, amen, the church will be with him riding into battle. Amen. We're going, amen, to the battle of Armageddon, but we're not going to fight. You go ahead and join the U.S. Army if you want to. Amen. But I'm going to join the army of the Lord because I'm going to fight with Jesus Christ. It's not going to be a fight. He's going to destroy the armies of the world with the brightness of his coming. So the, the brightness is going to proceed out of his mouth. God doesn't need a nuclear device. You say, Pastor Carriker, are they going to use a nuclear device? You'll know when they do, I promise you. There's somebody crazy enough to push a button. But you know what? I'm still going up. I said I'm going up. I'm going up and I'm part of the first resurrection. Hallelujah. The resur- first resurrection started, hey amen, when Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead. Oh, yeah, and the graves were opened. Hey, man, they were walking around in Jerusalem. Hey, I know who you are. Man, we buried you back in 1963. Maybe that was 63. Or, no, even earlier than that. Hey, man, I haven't seen you forever. And those people didn't stick around. They went on up when Jesus resurrected back up into heaven. They went with him. But he's coming back again. I said he's coming back again. Jesus Christ is coming back again. And you've got to be ready. I said, you've got to be ready. Hey, man, oh, yeah. Hey, man, my Bible says, hey, man, you've got to be watching and ready. Hey, man, when God gave you salvation, he delivered you from drinking alcohol. He delivered you from wild women and wild men. He delivered you from wild, hey, man, lust of the flesh. He delivered you from drugs. He delivered you from dead old dull, boring church. Well, hallelujah. And you know what will happen when he comes back from the, in the rapture? Is he going to give us deliverance again? Salvation. Our salvation is nearer. I said it's nearer. It's nearer. It's closer, church. It's closer. Joel 2 and 1 says, blow you the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Where's God's holy mountain at? The church. How many knows that the holy mountain is Mount Zion? The city of the living God. That's the church. Man, you put... All the young people together in the WPF. I guess they're all from the WPF. I don't know. But we come together and there's thousands of young people who are not bowing their knee to Baal. 
Amen. You go to other conferences and there's thousands of people, amen, who are serving God, who have not stopped, who refuse, amen, to bow to the things of this world, the sins, amen, of this world, all the lust of the flesh of this world, they put it behind them. Amen, they said, I don't have time for that. Give me a little bit more monitor up here, Brother Marshall. Amen, these, amen, this world that we live in, amen, there's a constant draw and the flashiness and the bright lights and it tries to get your attention. Amen, but there's no staying power. There's no sustenance. Hey man, there's nothing. Hey man, that'll fulfill the longing of the soul. Hey man, that's why. Hey man, when I get the Holy Ghost, I don't get it one time. When I get the Holy Ghost, I've got to be renewed. It's because that inward man, it desires. Your soul desires more and more. Hey man, that's why I've got to have more of God. I've got to have more of God. I'm preaching to you tonight. Hey man, get ready to go and get more of God. The soul is constantly looking for that fulfillment. And so if it's not God, it's sin that will take control of the carnal man. Amen. It's sin that will cause the carnal man to go deeper. Amen. Go further than it ever thought that it would go. But once the soul has been transformed, amen, it can go higher than it ever thought it could. And I tell you something, church, if you'll get in the Holy Ghost, if you'll start praying like you've never prayed before, start believing God for greater things in my walk with God. I can go a little bit higher in Christ Jesus. I've got to soar. I've got to go up a little. I'm not just trying to flap to get there and work at it, but I'm going to get in the Spirit. And in the Spirit, I can stretch out some Holy Ghost wings and I can soar to higher heights and go higher than I've ever been before. Well, praise the Lord. Joel 2 and 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I'm going to tell you what the spirit of God will do. The spirit of God will either draw you Or the Spirit of God will cause you to go far away from God. Oh, yeah. The carnal mind is enmity against God. Hear what I say today. You say, Pastor, it feels like sometimes I'm getting further away from God. It's because carnality. How many is listening to me right now? Carnality. Your flesh is driving you away from God. Amen. And so if you will, amen, crucify the deeds of this old flesh. 
You say, well, what does it mean to crucify him? It means to kill. It means to destroy. It means to put it away, to get rid of it. Then the Spirit can transform you. Be not conformed to the world. The closer you get to the world, I could care less what anybody thinks about me on social media. I could care less about what anybody has to say about me on social media. The longer I'm off of social media, the, the greater I see the fallacy of it. Because it will cause you to have a false sense of either acceptance or rejection. Man, this isn't in my notes, but here we are. One day I got so mad, I realized that I had wasted hours of my day making my thumb tired. Scrolling. And I said, this will never happen again. And then I went to delete Instagram. Never been on Facebook. The Holy Ghost told me, don't do that. Well, that should have been good enough to indicate that I shouldn't be on Facebook either or Instagram. They're both the same thing. Whatever they are. Meta now. Now it's meta. I don't know what meta stands for. Maybe one of you bright fellers do. <laughs> and I went to delete it off of my phone. And it says, we are so sorry, Nathan. But you can't delete Instagram from your phone. You have to do it from a computer that sits on a desk that has a tower. I thought, you devil. I said, you think all I have is a phone? So I went and sat down at my desk at work and started. He said, oh, you get fired at work. It was on lunchtime. And I started deleting Instagram. And you know what? That computer started talking to me, sending me messages, saying, Nathan, are you sure that you want to do this? We are going to miss you so much. I used to laugh at articles that says that people are going to be zombies in 2020-something other. And I laughed and I said, zombies. But it's coming to pass, church. I said, it's coming to pass. Uh, hey, man, people are walking around. Uh, hey, man, they are like zombies. Uh, hey, man, they are looking at their technological devices. Uh, hey, man, it has so consumed that I'm preaching to you in the Holy Ghost. Uh, you better wake up out of your sleep. Uh, hey, man, you better say, wait a minute. Uh, hey, man, what has tried to take control of me and uh, my walk with God? Uh, you've got to recognize. Uh, I said, you've got to recognize in the Holy Ghost and I, 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 this thing is trying to control me and what's happening if your children get 
get on it. You want to know where the pornos go? Amen. They don't post pictures. Amen. They go to all those little hashtags that all the kids like to click on. And I tell you something, you better make sure, amen, that your children are protected. You better make sure they're overprotected. You better make sure they're 10 times protected so the devil doesn't try to destroy them. I forgot to ask you if you like this tonight. I don't care if you do or don't. I'm sounding an alarm. I'm sounding the alarm. You say, is it a sin to have social media? Is it a sin not to read your Bible? Is it a sin not to pray? What consumes your time? Please go back to preaching about the coming of the Lord. This is about the coming of the Lord. I had someone text me tonight, where are you at, Brother Character? I said, I'm at home feeding sheep. Because you know what you'll eat? What's set in front of you. These men that get up to preach, hey man, there's times I tell them you pray about what you're going to preach and tell me what you're going to preach. And then there's times I tell them what to preach. You say, why is that? Because I'm the pastor. Hey man, and we're all in lockstep. I say we're all in lockstep. Amen. Amen. Thank God for revival. Thank God. Amen. That the church is having revival. Come on, Apostolic Faith Tabernacle. Amen. Don't let the times get you down. Amen. Don't let the world get you down. Don't let the job get you down. Lift up your head. Redemption draweth nigh. Amen. The revival that's going to happen before the coming of the Lord is greater. I said is greater. Amen. The latter. Amen. Amen is going to be greater than the former. I unabashedly believe in end time revival. The latter house shall be greater than the former house. Amen. And so that means uh, the kingdom of God is going to be greater uh, than it ever has been. Uh, where sin doth abound, uh, the grace of God doth much more abound. Uh, and where the grace of God is, uh, it teaches us uh, that denying ungodliness uh, and worldly lust, uh, we should live soberly uh, and righteously in this present world. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons, your daughters shall prophesy. What's wrong, young people, with getting so full of the Holy Ghost that you prophesy? What's wrong with getting full of the Holy Ghost that you can help somebody be saved? What's wrong, young people? Come on. It says your sons and your daughters it's indi- it's, that verse is indicative of young people. Well, I got to wait till I'm 18. 
I've got to wait till I'm 20. I've got to wait till I'm 25. I've got to wait till I'm 30. No. Today's the day of salvation. Brother Miles Young, he told us ministers about a young man in his church and that gave, uh, actually it was a uh, Brother Gower's son that preached Friday night. He's 12 years old. And he's preaching the gospel. And he got on, he got on FaceTime and taught a Bible study to young people. And a woman that was uh, messing around with her walk with God for over a year and a half had pushed off water baptism in Jesus' name. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care if somebody talks in tongues till the cows come home. If they're not baptized in Jesus' name, they're not going to heaven. If you deny Jesus Christ, you're antichrist is what my Bible says. And when you baptize Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen, you are antichrist. That's a strong statement. Amen. And that woman had kept on pushing off Water baptism in Jesus' name. And that young man got up and he taught a simple lesson on baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And when he got done, that woman said to her pastor, she said, Pastor, I've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. Do you know what happened? Hey, man, as God used a young person. Hey, man, God used a young man 12 years old. Hey, man, and said, I, I feel like God has a call on my life. Hey, man, I, I could be out playing basketball. I could be out, hey, man, modeling suits on the runway. I could be doing this or I could be doing that. Hey, man, but God has called me to preach the gospel. Come on, Church, God's called you to preach. Amen. It's called sharing and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Go you therefore into all the world and preach the gospel. Do you think it's relegated to preach the gospel to the pulpit? No. It's to the church. Amen. To spread the good news of salvation. Somebody's waiting on you. Somebody's waiting on you. You say, well, I've been witnessing. Keep on witnessing. Joel 2.31 says, the sun shall be turned into darkness. Can I tell you right now that no man... Not the angels of heaven. Jesus said, only my Father knows. Knows the when the coming of the Lord shall be. You don't know the day nor the hour. I've had people tell me, Pastor, I've got to figure it out. This is when it will. Be ready. Be ready. You don't know when he's coming. You say, well, it's going to be in this year. You know, God's been doing whatever he's wanted since the day of creation. He said, I'm going to make an elephant. And it was already in the thought of God what the elephant would look like. He didn't have to 
make a sculpture. You say, what's, what's that mean? Well, you know, elephants have those two big old holes in the end of their trunk. And they, su- they suck water up and they blow water out. No, that elephant didn't blow water all over God. God said, let there be, and there was. Big old elephant walking down there. You know where an elephant sits? Anywhere he wants to. God said, let there be bees. Let there be chickens. Let there be, and God just started creating it. It didn't climb up out of the ocean. God's been doing anything he wants. And so when you try to put God in a box, say this is how God has to work. God says, oh. And so the Bible tells us that the moon's going to be turned to blood. And the sun's going to be darkened. And I thought it really unique today that with all the things that are happening right now in Israel that you can read it on your smart device when you get home that there's going to be an eclipse this week and the moon's going to pass in front of the sun and block out the sun. Don't look at it with your naked eye. They said it damaged your eyes in seconds. They said look at the shadows on the ground and they'll have the eclipse of the, in the shadow. But they call it a super blood moon. And I thought, God, your word is being fulfilled. It doesn't say that that's when Jesus Christ is coming back. But it says you better be watching for it because those are going to be the signs. How many is with me here tonight? Don't get alarm fatigue. Say, well, pastor, that's happened so many times. Pastor, that alarm has sounded so many times. Nathan, get on your buggy and go see what that alarm's about. And the very time that I thought it was just another burnt lunch was the real deal. Church, Jesus Christ is coming back. And we have to be ready. I'm finished. The music would come. Oh, God. Jesus' name. Is there anybody here tonight that wants to make your calling an election? Sure. I've got more to preach. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. This altar's open. You say, Pastor, I've been sinning. The Bible says confess and forsake your sins. Come on, church. It's time to have revival. Come on, church, it's time to get right with God. It's time to reach the laws. We don't have a long time. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's have a revival. Oh, God. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, come on, the Holy Ghost is moving right now. 
Come on, today is the day of salvation right now. Don't sit back there and say, well, I'll wait for another service. You may not have a chance for another service. You need to get to the altar tonight. Oh, right now, come on, it's time to get to the altar. Right now, it's time to pray. Jesus, Jesus. Right now, it's time to cry out. Right now, it's time. Come on. Oh, my name of Jesus. Oh, yes, God. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Renew within me a right spirit. Turn me not away from thy tender mercies. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, don't let the alarm just sound. Say, God, I'll answer the call. God, I heard your voice. God, I need you right now. Do you need Jesus? Have you called on the name of Jesus? Oh, save me, Jesus. I need you, Lord. salvation's nearer now. I said it's closer now. We're almost to heaven. God created me a clean heart. God forgive me. Oh, restore the joy of thy salvation. Yeah, Lord, I love you. Come on, brother, that's the way. <laughs> yeah.